0: Hey folks, Greg Dixon here. Just a quick recording. Uh, This episode was recorded and without the external microphone, our Yeti mic, our blue mic. Uh, So the audio's a little off. You'll hear some rustling apologies in advance. This is the Life Origami Podcast. Greg and Amethyst Dixon here.
1: Hello. Hello, hello, hello.
0: So today we're sharing and talking with you about integrity. And in this episode we're talking about the fact that integrity is your personal barometer. Now what do I mean by that? Well, most often when we think of integrity, it's usually about other people. It's a, you know, we we tend, it's not a, it's a tool we typically use, and I think integrity is misunderstood. It's it's a tool that we use to assess other people's honesty or their integrity. And truth is, that's none of our business. We think that integrity is a personal barometer. uh, And a barometer in weather measures the pressure and when we are out of integrity we feel pressure and so when we feel uncomfortable or we're feeling pressure it could be that we're out of integrity and we can if we think of our integrity kind of like the early warning system kind of like an alarm or kind of a kind of like a bell to say ding, ding 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 pay attention here there's something shifting there's some conflict you're, you're feeling. Some I have some personal conflict I'm feeling or so, some change. Or there's something that's out of sync with my values and beliefs versus those of the people that I'm with or in the situation I find myself in. So that's when we think of integrity as a personal barometer. That's what we're thinking of. Does that make sense, Sammy? Is that helpful? Yep. So again, I think... It's, and this, the reason we decided to do this podcast was because we've had conversations with multiple clients. And at different times, and recently and you know throughout both of our careers, we tend to think of integrity as something we do use to judge other people. And it's actually pretty wrong to do that.
1: When I think of self-integrity... Mm. I think of something I did in my early twenties. This is a little example you might enjoy is, I, I had a husband at the time, who was very messy, and he'd come home from work, <laughs> and I'd just clean the bathroom, and he'd come home and, he come he was out working construction, and he'd come in with his dirty clothes and sit on the couch and make a heck of a mess in the bathroom, and I got angry at him. Mm. And he said some words to me. And at the time, I was making a jug of grapefruit juice. And he said something really nasty to me. And I reacted rather than responded. Yeah. And I threw the grapefruit juice jug, all the contents, at him. <laughs> and he moved and I missed him. He <laughs> went all over the wall. He laughed at me. <laughs> and he walked away. And oh, you know. I was angry and not just because he laughed at me and I was a fool for throwing it and then I had to clean it up, but because I lost it and I behaved the same way he did. Right. And I'm the one who looks, you know, like I hate it
0: when that happens. I know.
1: And I haven't thrown anything in a long time. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Not at people anyway. Yeah. And... That was my, my integrity thing because I had walked over, I would stepped on, over my own boundary. The thing that I said to you myself... You tromped all over it. Yeah, the thing that I said I would never do is behave like somebody else that is hurting me. Right. You know, I hurt myself.
0: But you responded out of anger. but
1: it, I resp- I didn't respond, I reacted.
0: Well, you reacted out of anger, right. Yeah. So, But I guess the point is, is that when it comes to integrity... The, you know, the thing that I think is misunderstood is we can't accurately judge whether anyone's out of integrity. Because we'd have to be mind readers then, right?
1: Well, we don't know the context of their life, what, make, what is important to them and what is in, out of, in and out of integrity for them.
0: Or, and what their intentions were with us. Yeah. We, we, we don't know. No one knows my intent except me. Me, myself, and I. And no one and, and I can't know what your intent is. I can try to assess that. But I can't know what you're thinking and what the intentions are unless I'm inside your head because here's the thing I think the moment that I think I know someone's intent or I decide that they are you know quote unquote out of integrity, I think it's a pretty dangerous and slippery slope because I, I'm putting myself in this position of knowing thinking that I know what they're doing, what they're thinking, and what their intentions and motivations are. Because the moment I begin to assess or analyze another person, I'm here's the thing. I'm doing it through the lens of my own personal values and beliefs and morals and ethics. And my ethics, my morals, my beliefs, my values could be totally different than, than theirs.
1: And, and I think... Um, Having to know what your values and beliefs are is important um, for being able to keep your self-integrity. For instance, here's an example. Um, let's say you really want to lose weight, right? Get down your, uh, you know, the fat around your organs, your your middle stomach, and you decide to do this. Um, but then you go out and you buy all the ingredients to make a black forest cake, and then you make uh-huh. the a whole cake. I'm not saying that I did that out loud, okay? You wouldn't do that. i never admit it. Um, Yeah. So, but you're out of integrity because if you, you really value good health and let's say you want to lose weight so that it's easier to go up and down stairs or whatever it is, you have more energy. And if that's your intent, and then you go out and you, you know, you eat the black forest cake um, in the closet when nobody's looking. Um Right. <laughs> Craig and I have this little joke where I say, I don't know why I'm gaining weight. I eat like a bird. Like a
0: pterodactyl. <laughs> <laughs> you know,
1: if you're out of integrity, it's, it's knowing what you value and what your standards are. And, right. Um, that's what's that's a couple of my analogies anyway. <laughs>
0: yeah. I mean, like even if we're husband and wife or close family members, the likelihood is that we could have very different and distinct Perspectives around yeah. values and beliefs, our morals and ethics, what's right and wrong, is not only possible, it's likely prob- most probable. Because what this speaks to is life context. Yeah. Okay.
1: Right? Right.
0: How sure. could we not, uh, each of us has our own life context. How could we, your life context is different than my life context. Even though we're married, and we've arrived at a similar point in time with similar values, beliefs, morals, and ethics. We came from a diff- we have a different context, even though we've well, arrived at the same well, place, right? We've
1: had such different lives. And the thing right. is, you can even have a set of identical or fraternal twins, and they each have a different context. They, they live in right. the same environment, yeah. the same parents, same family. Um, And maybe they have different friends, they have different experiences at school. If they're individual um, and have their own um, way of self-expression, they're going to have different experiences and how they're going to um, perceive the world that they're in. Uh, How they're going to make decisions. Every little thought they had as a result of what they experienced. It, it brings uh, a different context into your life. So we build different, uh, we have a different frame of reference, different values and beliefs. Right. And that makes us individual, different people.
0: And that's where what we do at Life Origami comes into play, in that we believe that each and every one of us human beings are born with what we call an active witness, a personal kind of life recorder, with a one-of-a-kind mission to witness and record every single life event. So consider this, you are the only one who has seen everything that's ever happened to you, heard every word spoken to you, and been witness to every single thought and every single word you've you've uh, spoken throughout the entirety of your life. You're, Amy's the only one that has a complete context for her life I'm the only one that has complete context for my life. My parents you know, might have thought they had a context for our lives. We might think as parents that we have the context for our kids' lives, but they are the only ones that have the complete context for their lives. And the, so the same thing's true for all of us. It seems only logical and reasonable that we could end up with very different values and beliefs, right? Because we have different, even though we grew up in the same community, same neighborhood, maybe the same family, maybe we went to the same school, and we took the same classes together, but somehow we all end up being different with a different a different perspective, different values and beliefs.
1: I think it's because what each one of us feels is significant and brings meaning to our life. That's what we value, what, how we benefit from something that... Serves that purpose in our life. Right. I think those values um, are what create our experiences. Now, I think what we value and what we believe can sometimes create an experience that doesn't serve us. Something right. not for our better good. We may value, let's say, um, four beers every hour. <laughs> <laughs> we, might, we might value um, uh, smoking. We may value... Um, we friendship. like coca cola um, you know realistic genuine people yeah we may we may value bullshitters you know
0: um,
1: <laughs> it depends And right. the question is is, is it uh, is it helping you or is it hindering you and do you is it moving to, your life
0: forward or not
1: and you know we, we um, yeah. we're in our we are raised by our parents and we absorb their beliefs and values, and yeah. as we become teenagers, we may um, uh, right. Block them, yeah, and we still carry these values and beliefs. And we get to a point that we have to look at them in our lives and say, um, Are these my beliefs and values, or is this somebody else's? Uh, you know, that might be my mom's religion, but do I believe the same thing? Do I need to be chasing right. around after their rainbows? Uh, yeah. You know, and at what point do I just say that's enough? I believe this, and I'm going to do that, and you can think whatever it is you want of me, that's your problem, that's your business, it's not on me. Um, But it takes a lot of strength to do that, and I think what makes us unshakable is when we know who we are and who we are not.
0: And that's called integrity. So integrity is the process of knowing who we are and who we're not, and moderating our behavior to be in alignment with that. That, I believe, is, is a sense of integrity. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah, I agree.
0: So in te- So the purpose of this podcast, we talked a lot about values and beliefs and, and personal contacts. But here's the thing. When it comes to human interaction, we could argue that almost all human conflict and disagreements have at their fundamental root a conflict, a gap, A misunderstanding, well, that's obvious, but a difference in values, beliefs, morals, and ethics. Because what seems right to one person could be morally offensive to another. And what we might have agreed was something we agreed to before. I, I could change my mind. You could change your mind.
1: I have, you know, an example of this. Um, mm-hmm. had a very close family member lose uh, a child. And she was uh, 30 years old, I believe, mm-hmm. to domestic violence. Right. At what point does a person Step stop in. mourning oh. and um, go on and start celebrating their, their, you know, getting on with life with the other kids, maybe having Christmas, whatever your belief is? At what point? Because some people will say... Oh, you should mourn um, a year or two years, three years. And they should on you. And the thing is is that who's to say how right. long you're supposed to grieve? Uh, oh, she's still not celebrating Christmas. You know, she's grieving. I think it's been too long. She, You know, those poor kids that she's raising. Well, that's right. an example
0: of, of projecting your, your values,
1: yes. your beliefs. And how it hurts other people because it's none of your business whether that person grieves for seven years or they grieve for six months. It's not your business.
0: That's true. That's true. Now here's now, and that's you know when it comes to integrity again. We said that purpose of integrity isn't to use it as a weapon or a tool on other people to judge and make projection and blame other people. Right. Uh, it's to monitor or as use it as a barometer to notice the shifts that we may be experiencing a a conflict of values and beliefs or morals and ethics. And when that happens, let's look at our own integrity. We need to start with our own integrity instead of lashing out at other people. Because here's the thing, is that when it comes to human interaction, we don't always have to agree. However, to resolve potential conflicts and, you know, the natural differences that can occur, uh, because what happens... Well, we've all accumulated and assimilated and absorbed the meaning of a bunch of different experiences in our life. We have to eventually to get to live harmoniously in a community or with someone else. We have to um, appreciate the other person's point of view. Now we can learn how to de- develop the capacity to withhold judgment. To maintain our integrity and engage in a healthy dialogue, and to be able to have a conversation where, which, which I and so I believe that the the way we do that is to set an intention to cultivate a deep desire within us to understand each other, in a very real sense, to have a genuine curiosity about what it is that makes us believe what we believe. Why is it that that person? Why is it that that person is still greedy? why is it that that person is still in pain? You know, why is it that a person totally takes their life and totally turns it around upside down? And and you you could say, because I, there was a time when I I couldn't imagine ever being divorced. And then there was a day where I couldn't imagine staying married in that situation. And then there was a day when I couldn't imagine not marrying you. <laughs> and so, and, and as I sit here today, you know, I can't imagine us not being together.
1: I'm, six weeks after we reunited, because yeah. we've been apart for 12 years since we first met as business coach. Right. Um, we reunited, and
0: I could not see you not being in my life. Right. And so, from a personal integrity perspective, I was sitting because before we met, I was sitting around whining and complaining that I was alone, despite how I felt that I showed up and kept my word with in a previous relationship, uh, and we had an agreement to get married, and yet there was this, it just didn't work. And ultimately, it, it, I it was I was provided a great gift when this person left my life, because now, I, I suddenly saw myself and my life and what was going on a lot clearer, and. You know the, it I had an opportunity. To get back in integrity with myself because I was out of integrity in that relationship, Amy. You know I was out of I was out of integrity because I was living with someone, who didn't have the same values and beliefs as me. She didn't value entrepreneurship. She didn't believe in me. All she cared about was the money and you know whether or not we were going to buy a house and, and all that sort of stuff. There was, you know, so the fact that it took time to build a business, there was no appreciation for that. And as a result, I felt disrespected, but I didn't take action
1: on it. But staying with somebody um, over a period of time, a long period of time, and knowing that it's not working, right? Um, living in ambivalence and having an emotional affair with your ambivalence, huh. it's staying out of, integ- you know, you're not being integrous to yourself.
0: Right. And that's the rub. So that's where, where we said at the beginning of the show, integrity is your personal barometer. It truly is. It gives you a sense as to when something is shifting, Or you're out of alignment. Something in your life or within yourself is out of alignment with your values, beliefs, your morals and ethics, and what it is that makes you tick.
1: So, what is it again that uh, uh, is a good marker to tell if you're out of integrity? Tension, tension, stress, anxiety,
0: um, frustration, confusion is a great one. Uh, If you feel confused, if feel if you if you feel like you're procrastinating. That'll be, a, that'll be our next show. Uh, we're going to talk about procrastination. Procrastination is also an integrity issue, not a time management issue, but that's a, for another show. But, yeah, it's... I forget what we were talking about. <laughs> integrity! Oh, yeah, well, I know we were talking about integrity, but lost my <laughs> train of thought. But integrity is your personal barometer, and so, and so you asked me, how can we tell? So when you're feeling confused, you're feeling tension, stress, anxiety,
1: and maybe uh, you're sick.
0: <clears throat> you you could be actually be physically sick about it. Uh, you might be having trouble concentrating. You it could be that you're out of that. There's something within you that's out of integrity. With and what that means is that you're out of integrity with choosing what it is that you want, choosing to consciously live by your own personal values and beliefs, morals and ethics. but we'll have to talk about that whole mix on another show, but for now, just remember that your integrity is your personal barometer and you can use it to identify swings and conflicts and changes in your own particular situation. So Amy I wanna thank you for listening To the Life Organic podcast. Namaste. Namaste. By the way, I forgot to mention that there will be at LifeOrgamy.com slash blog, you'll be able to go and find the podcast and get your uh, Integrity wallpaper for your phone. That Integrity is a personal barometer wallpaper for your phone. Check it out. Either find us at LifeOrgamy.com slash blog, or you can... Uh, find us at LifeOrGammy on twitter twitter and at and Life on facebook have a great day thanks for listening